PG-13. PG-13. Why don't we switch it up today? And Rated R? I was thinking G. Oh. Full G. Okay. Full G. Okay. I like this. Family friendly. Oh dear. I might as well be out too. Oh, I was gonna say, can, we, can we leave anybody in this room uh, if we're no, doing a we G episode? We can leave Reese in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Reese can do an episode by himself. We can challenge ourselves. Listen. Nah, nah, because I'm. Anyways, I'm, welcome I'm to another. I'm probably gonna say something. Stop talking! Not... You are no. listening to another episode of Movie and D Gone Rogue. I'm your host, Rachel Sanders. Here we discuss gameplay. And game I'm the real play. host, Reese Amstead. <laughs> Get oh. out right now! <laughs> I'll just eat my burrito. I'm gonna throw your burrito out the window. There's no screens. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Hello, everyone. You're listening to Moody and D Gong Road. Here we discuss Gone game. Road? That's what I heard. Gone Rogue and Root. We talk through gameplay. St- strategies and reasoning from the Moody and D cast. Yeah. This week we are discussing episode 20 through 22. Everyone, please introduce yourselves. I'm Kent. I play Bran, and right now, I'm just wondering if we're gonna survive this episode. You're fine. Anyways, who's next? I'm Reese. I'm the DM, and I'm gonna die. Probably. I'm Christian Majowski. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go full Benedict Cumberbatch on this. <laughs> um, I'm Bucket Cucumberbatch, <laughs> and I play Klaus, the Great Evil. And okay. my name is Rachel, a.k.a. Prof Mac, and I play Adra. Her name's spelled cooler than mine. It's okay. Everyone, please roll initiative for the game, uh, question order. Hey, sin roll. Well, Got a 19. Ooh. 16. 11. 18. 7. Hey, I'm still not last. last. Okay, so that's Christian, me. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to remember that. Christian, go. Hey. Okay. A question for Prof Mech. Yeah. Um, so this is this is gonna be a little bit of a weird one, but track with me. Okay. I love um it. so Adra at this point in episode twenty despises Klaus. Yes. Do we blame um, her? For no apparent reason. Um Whatsoever. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No. He said go with it. Uh, okay, listen. <laughs> okay, I will okay. reserve judgment. So, so we've both expended our reactions for the turn just to go, <laughs> <laughs> So, <clears throat> silence everybody. Um, yeah, so Adra despises Klaus at this point. And I'm very curious because in episode 20, you go to Vitoka and you say, we need him. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I was... So when we when we stopped recording episode nineteen, we had a two two week break. Those two weeks, I was obsessing over the fact: how am I going to make Klaus survive? I had an entire escape plan in my head <laughs> for how I was going to oh, yeah. get out of there. Oh yeah. Because I was sure that I'm going to have like sixty people chasing after me, and yet you go to Vitoka after you learn that Klaus doesn't really know much more than what he had already given you, and you say we need him. What was your reasoning behind that? I am very curious. Mm-hmm. What, was that more of Prof Mac coming through? 
Well, okay, so some of it, I actually did listen to these episodes a while ago, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the order is a little bit out of my mind. So in the, oh, I know what it was. Sorry, I had just something to think mm-hmm. through. Because you did a lot of ask, asking Reese out of game. Mm-hmm. What do I know? What do I not know? Mm-hmm. So in my like attempt to not metagame, we've spent a month of traveling with Klaus where he's been saying, you need me. There's so much you don't know. And like, Mm -hmm. if you get rid of me, you're like gonna lose. And so for Audra at this point, she's like, all that matters is killing Kuza first Mm -hmm. and then I can get to Klaus. (laughs) And so I think as much as she doesn't want to admit it, that month of like, and you've given them bits of information, Mm -hmm. but there's been clear of like, there's also things you're still not telling. So I think there's a fear of if we don't have Klaus, we won't get to Kuza. Hmm. Because Audra doesn't know that you don't know much more. Rachel does, because you've asked. Mm-hmm. You asked Reese like in the game, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I think she's just assuming there's some magical thing that you still know that's going to help them to defeat Kuza. And as much as yeah, I mean, it was all when it all came, went out, went down, and like revealed of like what you did. It was all I could do as a character, not just to like try and break my bonds and just like scratch your eyes out in that moment, like mm-hmm. just, just do something. So it's it's it is it's that like she has, while she doesn't like Klaus, her main anger is still focused on Kuza. Okay. I do have to say here one thing, huge props. And your acting skills come out so great when we record these. Because you knew information that you didn't use. You acted so surprised when everything went down, even though you already knew what had happened. (laughs) That was so hard. Seriously, your (laughs) acting background comes through so great. Seriously, like huge props to you. Oh, thanks. Did not use the information you give me this summer. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, that was my question. Nice. One of you two. I think it's next? me. So. Um, let's see. Okay. This is a question for Christian, actually, kind of regarding Klaus, but mostly for Christian. Vitoka's insight beat your. Uh, I think it was persuasion. Mm-hmm. What was it like to have the nearly infallible subclass feature that you bank on (laughs) so heavily fail nearly as soon as it was brought into a social situation? Um, Well, albeit not in a way that actually sprung back on you hard, mm -hmm. but it did fail. By the, but the bigger thing here for me is I rolled a twenty-six on that persuasion roll because there were two other rolls that I rolled before that. There was a persuasion one in episode nineteen. And then the deception that fortunately he didn't beat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, that would have been bad. I oh, that would have that been terrible. Um, in episode 20, and then that persuasion in episode 26, you didn't tell me that you beat it. I No, I did. You no. did. Yeah, the episode I said. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I don't actually, remember. Actually, I think it was the. Um, I think. Actually, I think I gave you the decision to mm-hmm. choose whether it was persuasion or deception. Deception, yeah. And then I said, okay, which one did you roll because he beat it? Oh. I don't remember that exactly. But, I mean, you win some, you lose some. Mm. Uh, the, the most... The amazing thing to me is that I survived that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I fully came into arc two being like, I'm just going to wing this. I'm going to talk myself out of everything. I got silver tongue. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if it works. And I think if I can go back a little bit, even to your question to me, I think there's an element of I will do what I can to keep us playing our characters as long as it still makes sense within the story mm -hmm. as well. I'm not trying to like purposefully mm -hmm. metagame the story into being Right, because like I mean, that. how many times has Aldrardi said like, I'm not going with Klaus? Oh yeah. But yet... She continues yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. And so well, I like, think there are still story things that are sort of giving giving the behind the scenes of Audra's mind enough reason to still stay. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and I will continue to fight and try and find those for the sake of keeping yeah. these characters yeah. together. Yeah, no. That and there's... just being like, nah, that's fine. Make a new character. <laughs> yeah. That's also the reason why I haven't tried to slit Brad's throat when he's sleeping. Because... <laughs> um, there is a certain necessity to the third person because he knows they can't just do it without it. Um, you would honestly hate... Well, actually, no, I don't know if you would hate my backup character even more. But maybe. <laughs> Who knows? He hates everything. Who knows? Christian and Klaus. Yeah, it's it's just... I don't mind failing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it just gets so difficult to try to roleplay a character that's way more charismatic than you will ever be. Mm. I mean, you do a good job. And a lot of what you do is you spin, you spin like two sides of a, again, this is like, you take a statement, take the words that were said, drop the vocal tone and treat only the words as the important part. Like you're eliminating all parts of communication aside from the actual content of the words. And that's what actually allows Klaus to spin things in his favor every time they come up. Hey, I had some great teachers in my life. <laughs> Are you referring to the teacher next to you? Huh? Are you referring to the teacher? Nah, that's no. life lessons, yo. That's say. trauma right there. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Prof Max, how to be a deceptive person class that she never Oh my word. <laughs> the art of deception. deception. That could be a good one. acting class, though. That'd be a great acting yeah. class. I should bring it in. Yeah. I could be your TA. Here's the deal. I'm not. I'm, I'm your not, TA. I have a good list. <laughs> You're not great at what? The art of deception? Well, like. Or teaching I, acting. Both and. I don't know. I'm not saying I that you're bad at acting. I'm asking if that's what you think of yourself. No, no, no. I think it's more the art of deception in the sense of, like, for me, I mean, you've been in my, y'all have been in my speech class. Yeah. Like, 70% of your communication is nonverbal. Mm -hmm. So it's never just about the words right. for me. Right. right. So in that sense, like, I'm like, no, there is no, you can just take the words and it's the intonation, it's everything. Well, I mean, that, oh, yeah. that like, is a lot of what like really strategic gaslighting is. Oh yeah, 100%. It, and that's a lot of what Klaus does is he's like, like, you know, you say, I've never done anything of animosity when everything aside from the actual words that exit your mouth point towards animosity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's fully gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the problem with this, and once we get cameras going, it'll make it a little easier, is that I'd spend a lot of time describing what Klaus does because I know that every single movement is important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, go. All right. Um, that was abrupt. Wow, that was aggressive. Um, go now. Ask Please, your question. What, what would the lizard folk have done if we hadn't showed up? Like, th they had a plan going Yeah. Like, what... What were they gonna do against Kuza? I mean, these these folk, like, yeah. They, what was their plan? They would have sent Vitalka in with the like, 
next three highest ranking mm. military members. Which by the is by no means the same as sending you three. Right. Mm -hmm. But like Kuza is a druid. I have a stat block for Wait, him. Kuza? Or not Kuza, Vitoka. I know what Kuza is. Um, what level is Vitoka? Is he level five or six? Uh, let me check. I don't think he's very high level. I think he's weaker than you. He was level four. He was the same level as you guys. Okay. Um, can I? Like can that's I ask? that's one of the things. Like you guys can trust if you're being sent into a situation, it's because you're actually the most capable. Can, like can one I of the things I I as like a like a world building thing is I don't ever make. Like, if there's going to be someone sending you to go do something, they're going to be weaker than you and are going to be asking for your help. Because logically, I'm like, well, why wouldn't they just go just do it? Themselves. Yeah. And, like, the only reason for that would be, like, for Vitoka, like, even if he was more powerful, I need to be there to lead the army. Like, yeah. that's a legitimate excuse. Yeah. But if you guys hadn't shown up, they were still planning. They probably would have taken more time to plan, but then they just all of a sudden got three new warriors that they could send in and they could make the way for mm -hmm. who could probably kill Kuza. And it was possible for you guys to do it. After all, you did knock him unconscious. Yeah. You know? um, so, That's has Klaus ever seen Kuza cast a named spell? Like a named? Yes. Taser's floating disc. Tensor's floating. Tensor's floating disc. Um. Has he ever? You know what I'm asking. Taser's floating disc. Yeah. Has he ever? Like Big B's hand. You know what I'm asking. Has he ever seen him cast one? Um, well, he knows what was on Kuza's original spell list. Um, I don't think that one was there. I don't think he's got I'm asking specifically for name, name spells. Like, that have someone's name in it? Yeah. No. 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 Okay. There, there were Why? I'm curious. Just confirming something that I'm not going to tell you guys because Reese dropped something in a conversation. Oh. And I... That's unrelated. You know he's a wizard. Oh, frick. Okay, fine. Then what was that? You'll find out. Frick! Oh, Lord. I thought I knew. Nope. My turn. Do you guys room together? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, this was something in a conversation must... over the summer oh, to somebody it's else. It's maddening. The minis are sitting in my room right now, and he can't look at them. Yeah. Yeah. I we all have our burdens to bear. Yeah. Yours is Reese. Oh. <laughs> That's not how I meant it. Okay. Wrong. We love you, Reese. <laughs> Oh, Reese, you great. Sometimes you annoy me, though. Uh, Anyways, my turn. It's for Audra. I feel like all my questions are for Audra of the group. I you mean, can I help it that I'm the best character? I don't know if you'll like this question. Yeah, you Actually, I'm sorry. Know. I think Vitoka and Rashik are awesome. Okay, that was your opinion. Um, anyways, you express you don't know where the lizard full grace and forgiveness came from. What was his face again? Vitoka. No. Vitoka. Sorry. You know, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna host this show, you might as well know the names of the characters. I try, but... You can literally ask me. And write them down for your phonetics. That's what I do. I do mm. also read... Like, I spell most of the names. Because they're weird. Anyways... How do you think that relates to Rachel's life when trying to understand why God forgives even the worst people? Ooh. Oh. Uh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. I've been waiting. All of them were really crappy waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, I have a better question that I want to ask. And oh, uh, oh. oh. <laughs> Please. I mean better than the one that I asked. Oh, you're fine. I, okay, so Rachel is a very justice, uh minded person so forgiveness in general is really hard like mm. i want like you deserve what you deserve mm -hmm. you're and like bad behavior deserves punishment 100 yeah 
and I don't like that life is unfair. Mm. <laughs> Which is why grace is really difficult for me. Because why is it unfair in people's favor? Right. Yeah. 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 Especially your own. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think all, all of it in in general. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a terrible person. I know that I'm a terrible person. And so I would like to go on good. record saying you're not a terrible person. <laughs> we love you. You're great. I mean, you're, I mean, you're okay, okay, sinner. okay. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 Linda, listen. My name is Rick. Uh, His name's Reese. He said it first. Um. Okay. Wow, my brain. Okay, so that's where I start. Like. Yeah. Grace, understanding God's grace mm -hmm. is already hard, and then getting grace from other people is difficult. So, it, like, it made sense for the character. Like, and I think if anybody follows the Enneagram, oh, yeah. I am a nine. Oh. Oh. So. Not a bad thing. I said that in a bad way. Do cool. you wing eight or wing one? Well, wing you one. Won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's not a very kind of strong wing one. But, so. Nine wing eight. You're a nine wing eight? Mm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm an eight wing nine. I love it. That's why I'm in a I'm room. a one wing nine. <laughs> am I the only four? Yes. Yes. 100%. I also wing too, but I mostly wing that. Yeah, yeah. So, even with Audra in her anger, like, so a lot of times nines just, like, suppress their anger and, like, pretend like it doesn't exist until it just, like, Bubbles implodes. Over. Yeah. <laughs> um, or explodes. And so I think even with Audra's journey, it's, like, that side of a nine who just wishes they could let their anger out all the time. Mm. Um, Be a four. It's great. <laughs> Must be Ask nice. Grace about that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in that, um, oh, I totally lost my train of thought with this. We're on a weird rabbit trail now. Okay. All that to say, there is that blend of like being angry, but being angry because where the wing one comes in is like justice centered. And so for Audra, just being angry and wanting justice, and then to see. I mean, just hearing about what he, what what Kuza and Klaus did to the to the clan, she was like, "Why why are we all not dead on the spot? Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to kill Klaus in that moment once I found out. So the fact that they like let them survive, and then again, like I've said, she already feels guilty because Klaus and Kuza escaped the first time. So in her mind, she's like, the death of these people is also on her. So why is she not also dead? And so just like none of it makes sense. And mm -hmm. I think." Being in her clan before, she did a lot to suppress that anger and frustration. And so, Ima's death just kind of gave it the opportunity to really come out. And, like, now she's just living in this land of anger. And so, she's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I lived with people where it didn't make sense. And then, now I'm with... But, like, nothing major, major ever really happened for her to super question it. But the Tuzerat clan has every right to, like eliminate really all three of them mm -hmm. but they didn't and in the same way Rachel's like in my own life like yeah we all deserve to just like die yeah and we don't and it doesn't make sense uh, springing off of that I'm gonna use my reaction here <laughs> um, this is like the first or second time Aedos is mentioned like it's like especially by name yeah um, what I want to know from you Prof Mac is what did it look like to basically be playing an agnostic being told about God for the first time when asking someone who actually displayed Christ-likeness enough that it was off-putting? 
ask it one more time. I think I understand what, where you're going. What was it like to, because you you are a Christian, yeah. so what was it like to go into, like to be playing someone who's basically either agnostic or atheist? Mm -hmm. I don't think Audra's atheist, I'd say she's agnostic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and be playing it from the perspective of like, at, from an agnostic perspective, seeing someone who displays Christ-likeness so much that it shocked you and you were like, what the heck is this? Because mm. this is actually one of the things that I think is very fascinating about Vitoka is I did not expect him to become, like, I would, I look at Vitoka now and I'm like, that's actually, that's the way that, uh, like, Audra's reaction mm -hmm. should be unbelievers' reactions to, to Christians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I did not expect at all in building those interactions and, like, working through them. But what was it like for you to basically go to play an agnostic yeah. hearing about God for the first time? So here's the fun fact. <laughs> Behind the curtain of Rachel's mind, I had not figured out any of that of Audra, like even her belief system. Yeah. Up until that moment. Like it even going back and listening to that episode, I think it holds such a special place in my heart and my mind because <clears throat> there was so much like in the moment real play of uh because i think if you had asked me before i would have been like sure she believes in something something like whatever the i would have yeah. just probably gone along with it but because of this right. journey of her being so angry and like trying to stay in the moment of the character it yeah. was it was shocking to me in that moment of like oh there is a there's a higher being and they like it's what causes them to to forgive mm -hmm. um yeah so it was one of the like i don't know it was just special in the moment because it was like i didn't plan any of it and it just yeah. like came forward so naturally of like yeah. their response to klaus and even all of them just made her be like i don't i just need to know how and why like yeah. it doesn't make any sense because yep. you know she tried to like attack him in the tent and it didn't work and yeah. so yeah. having that moment to sit and think of like wow we're sitting here and we're still alive um so it just felt natural like i rachel was curious like where the two clan yeah forgiveness came from so i wanted to know but i also was just like in this moment this is what audra needs to know of yeah. like how are they not yeah. dead yeah well that's one of the things like in building the two um Specifically, as we as you guys got closer, I, I part of the design of them was actually like um, Christ-like community. It was mm -hmm. like I was like I want this to actually be an image of Christ-like community. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even in so far as they were horribly wronged and they still are not out to kill Kuva. Yeah, yeah. And your answer surprised me. I didn't know what you had planned out. Mm -hmm. So when I came to be like, "How are you forgiving him?" I think I was expecting a more like trite answer. Yeah. So then you and brought you, in Andos, and I, I was, was like, like, "God, bam!" What? I Mic drop. I love Reese's ability to improv this kind of this kind of stuff on the spot. Yeah, that you have displayed that many a time, and I am amazed every single time you do it. I appreciate it because I've tried creating NPCs that are reasonable that people will like, and they always end up attacking them <laughs> because too much of Christian comes through. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And you Those have are the two options, though. Your your players either kill the NPC or adopt them as a pet. Yeah. <laughs> and you have been able to create. I don't know. It's just I am I am absolutely blown away. Yeah. 
Agreed. Um, um, first of all, it's just a comment. Reese, I just, again, I've already said it. I love the interaction between Vitoka and Adra. Like, that special moment. Probably um, one of the best episodes up agreed. until, just, like, oh, yeah. arc three. When we recorded yeah. this, I remember leaving the recording just, like, so energized. Because it was yeah. such a fun Feeling so uplifted, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. Especially in comparison to what we've been dealing with before. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was really cool, like, again, kind of behind the scenes of, like, I had a little bit of Audra's backstory, but I didn't really know where she was headed. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this kind of gave her some direction yeah. of, like, I, yeah, I knew, I was like, oh, this is the journey that she's on. And it was, again, beauty of improv, but, like, she's always been on this journey, but you didn't necessarily know it until yep. this moment. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, my question is actually for Rachel. <laughs> oh. This time. I don't know if this is allowed. How does this work? I know, right? Where is that? Panic. Hyperventilating. But I'm just curious because it, it's happened a couple of times, but there's a moment in episode 20 where... Uh, I wasn't there for this. I know, but I'm just curious as a listener. Basically, oh. my question is, as a listener... What is it like to listen to all of the D&D rules and options? Because I think at one point, y'all were talking about a subclass something or another, oh, yeah, yeah. and you just, I get lost, but I'm just curious, as a listener, what is it like when we start going over, like, specifics about rules of a thing that, like, we're not even doing in the moment? It's just, like, <laughs> talking about... It's just the three nerds in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, would... like, in the last episode of Gone Rogue, where I started talking about the hex blade. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yep. I was like, that raised the power level. Like, <laughs> this is unrelated to the topic. Yeah. So, to clarify, I'm mostly friends with everyone around the table. Prof Mac is my faculty advisor for communications, so I've gotten to know her. I know her personality a little bit. I know Christian pretty well. I would go stay at the public safety desk and we could crack jokes and... <laughs> annoy Reese. Or talk about Reese. So, well, and annoy Reese. I got so many pictures of Christian from over the summer. I'm dead. <laughs> I like being annoying. Kent, he's just there and he... <laughs> Uh, also, and he, and he looks pretty. You're just there. Just You're there. just there. Ken is there. He flower. loves egging on Doctor Merchant to like be rude, but like in a kind way. You also TA for Doctor Merchant. That's, That's also why. He, piece of information yeah, I TA for Doctor Merchant. He makes jokes saying that I'm the mean one in the grading. She is. <laughs> I don't even have the rubrics right now, so leave me alone. Anyways, and I also know Reese very well. And he knows me very well. So whenever he goes into these little tangents of, these are the rules, I'm, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Reese. Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think that's just a testament to how much more it is me because um, both of you said as, as Reese's roommate, I will also testify to that the amount of times it'll be Lord knows what time of night. And we'll just randomly be talking about some minute subset of rules that somehow make this character insanely broken. It's so much fun. Yeah. Well, but so the funny. rules are so interesting. And, and that, I'm is, not that is the answer to my question. He like, answered it. The way you can, the way you can combine the rules of D&D &D to be super weird is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like at, uh, let's see, you can make a 10th level, um, 10th level druid halfling with the mounted combatant feature of the Circle of the Primeval that came out in the Unearthed Arcana, 
a couple of Unearthed Arcanas ago mm -hmm. that can the ride. Giant one. Yeah, that can ride its mountain. Technically, it doesn't even need to be a halfling, but then you can't roll that you once. Don't. Take the mounted combatant feat, grab the thorn whip cantrip, and have advantage every single time you use it. You, you know those Sentinel acid trip music that. videos you love so much? That's how I feel when you go on those little tangents during the episodes of like, blah, 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 like your head spinning off in like these bright colors. <laughs> That's what's going on in my brain. But then what's even better is you can use that for like reactions uh, if you take Warcaster and use all your it's opportunity attacks at advantage too. <laughs> It's so much fun. Again, <laughs> stack Sentinel on top of that, and you and then have they the can't get away. And, oh but gosh. you don't even need that because yeah. Thorn Whip pulls them five feet closer mm -hmm. to you. Yep. And then Mounted Combatant, like it's D and D it's language beautiful. is so much fun because Mountain Combatant is amazing as so far as your uh, mount is larger than the thing you're attacking. Can be, you, can you have be advantage like two hundred yep. feet a turn. Yep. And oh my God, <laughs> you get Audra a horse. And it, <laughs> and it gives or you pony. advantage on all melee attacks. It doesn't specify <laughs> weapons, which means that you can use spell attacks too, which is just anyway. So that tangent to prove the that point we all. Of we, I've known Reese for about a year now, a little more than a year. Um, Same. <gasps> we've we've really only been hanging out since like halfway through last semester. Uh -huh. I already know that he likes going into tangents. And, and he likes rules. It's not. It's not. Not even just about rules. About anything. Oh, I love talking. Mm -hmm. This is one of my major flaws: is I have difficulty having a conversation with people that's less than an hour long. <laughs> See, oh, that's so well, you true. Think it's like having us as roommates because that's my flaw. I can't, like, no. It will start Listen, I, it's probably good that you both do that because. Mm -hmm. I never have All time to do All three of us really though. like hearing the sound of our own voices. Yeah. Well, so I think for me, it's actually a, a vocal stimulation thing. It's just, I like, it, I, it's less about the hearing and more about the actual using the voice. So here's the thing: is we'll start on D and D, we'll bounce to biblical studies, something or other. We'll go back to D and D we'll or move music into Hebrew or, or Hebrew or music or vocal pedagogy. I think or... we've gone to bed before midnight once this semester. Yeah, pretty much. Y'all need to go to. So Rachel, anyway. thanks. Yeah, I just was curious. <laughs> as did a that listener, answer my question? Well, I, they... I think it did. I think it did. <laughs> if you also want to know. Reese watches these weird, like, acid trip um, oh, music videos. Bill Wirtz, best musician That's on the what internet. my brain goes to while he just goes on and on and on. I wait to hear someone else's voice. I'm like, okay, so now, and I'm like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, no. That's amazing. <laughs> Bill Wirtz. I just was curious. So yeah. you just do acid trips while he's doing that? I don't do them. That's just where my headspace goes if you know what the music videos look like. Okay, I okay. do not do acid or any drugs while under the SLG. I promise. While under the SLG. It's that stipulation right there. You know what this reminded me of? The Romeo and Juliet clause from Transformers. Oh gosh, no! No, that scene is the worst scene I think has ever been filmed. The greatest scene ever filmed. Um, I am very excited to not be under the SLG anymore, just for so many reasons, because I am an adult. This should not be a thing. Okay. Returning to the top of initiative order. Kit! Christian. No. I'm the host, <laughs> and it's Christian. <laughs> so, Christian. this is why I'm the actual host. Whoa, 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 Okay, we're on episode 21 now, by the way, everybody. Yes, everybody, attention on me. No. Yes, sir. Y'all, we have 25 Which minutes till we end recording. Um, nope. I have a bonus action, uh, action. I have a bonus action uh, question for Kent. Yo, dude, why are you so bad at math? <laughs> okay, like because in those in I'm those dead. five episodes alone, I made the amount numbers. of times you go, 
Wait, I'm bad at math. And so well, I'm already so like, thing. it's 12, it's 12, it's 12. Here's the thing, <laughs> I'm actually not bad at doing mental math. However, Are you sure? I'm, just goes ba- to Moody. I'm bad at mental math at 7 o'clock in the morning. Also, which is episode 21, we were all, like, Epis- it was rough. Episode, episode 21. Episodes 20 and 21, everybody was We're sick. We're an acid yeah. trip. Because, yeah. like, I mean, <laughs> like Reese had said, you got, Ma- Prof Mac and Reese were doing Little Women. Christian, you hadn't slept because Elder Scrolls had come out. Elder Ring! Whatever. Oh. And my floor and Re- Reese's and I's floors were doing a 72 hour, 73 hour Bible reading. You can also and make floor singular there. Yeah, I know. Shush. Um, and I was one of the two night owls who was actually able to do any of the night readings. And so I had been up for nearly 48 hours straight at that point with like little three to four hour sleep periods in between. So it was, it was, it was a bad, and I'd also been talking for about 12 hours straight. Um, so yeah, it was a it bad just, time. The, the, the amount of times you, you did that. It's also me coping with the fact my brain was taking a second. It was like processing, processing. Oh, that like number. at this point, I'm slowly memorizing everybody. I mean, slowly <laughs> memorizing. I basically usually know everybody's modifier. So unless I don't see your role, I already know what you what your mm-hmm. score is. Um, yep. Just because that's that's how I am. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, and- everybody was. <clears throat> <laughs> that, yeah, those two episodes were. I'm sorry, guys. I'll apologize for those two episodes. Oh, you don't have were, to. It was hilarious. Okay, so yeah, and the actual question that I have is for Reese. Yeah, what's up? Um, not a super detailed question, but I'm very curious. Um, so Kuza was not outright hostile. No. Uh, when we approached. No. Um, <laughs> and then he twitched and he was gone. Yep. I'm very curious. Was that the moment that the Tuzarek clan attacked? Was that something that you were planning? Yeah. Oh. Well, so I... I How did he know about that? Uh, he has ambient awareness of all of his... Cons- of all of his undead constructs. He, he knows when they take damage. Hmm. Interesting. And so he was like, these three have just shown up. These three are the only ones that I know should be attacking. They're not attacking. Something went off. Peace. We're going to figure out what's going on. Yeah. We didn't even think about that. I thought about it. I thought we had more time. But we, we ran out of time had, super quickly. We should have quick told him an hour. Yeah, we should have yeah. yep. done an hour. Yeah, you guys didn't give him enough time. Like, you gave them, I think it was 30 minutes. Yeah. And it took yeah. you 20 to get in. Yeah. So you really didn't have much time. Because I, I thought about that, but I thought we would have more time once we got there. Yeah. yeah. We um, should have let well, it you sit guys, for like an I hour think you guys hour. had some slip-ups on your way in. No, we rolled almost nearly perfect stealth checks. Yeah. But did we stealthed. And you so, stealthed yeah, and so I like, remember you saying we were gonna cut it close, yep. and that's what we said. Thirty-five was, minutes. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> it was it was fifteen to get in if you were going straight mm-hmm. uninterrupted, no dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It was twenty-five to cut through the dinosaurs, but when you're stealthing, you have to move at half pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we're assuming thirty minutes of travel. Yep. Right? So you really didn't have much yeah. time at all, yeah. and then you were going through. And I was, I was, I was, I was so pissed at that moment, not at Reese. But just at the fact that I didn't think that through. Oh yeah. 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 So that's what that was. And then uh, episode uh, twenty-two happened, and I was even more pissed at myself. I, I would like to use my reaction to say, um, wait, Ren, can disguise self be used on another person, or can it only be used on you? I, I, I it's called disguise self. Yeah, darn it. Yeah. 
That stinks. I, I thought it, if we'd had another one, like a hat of disguise or something like that, it would have been really, really, really fun to make me look like Ima. Oh. It would have been. Just it to screw with Kuza. It would have screwed with Kuza. I feel like it would have screwed with other than Klaus way, way too much. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'll yeah, I, th- I think that would have actually made it worse for your guys' case. It probably would have, but just to see the look up, like, to to know that you ripped somebody's heart out and then see them walking up Kuza to you. would not care. That's fair. Because, uh, I mean, Kuza mentioned, he was like, I'm fine with not killing, killing Ima. Right. You if guys you can, can give me the heart. The, you guys can keep the machine running. I just need the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So that was my question. Alrighty, for the rest of the questions, ask the best questions for either 21 or 22 for time's sake. Oh. Um, hmm. All right, so Kit, pick your question and I'm go up for next. It. Oh, Reese. This is why I'm the host. Whoa! <laughs> um, okay, this is actually from the beginning of 21. Uh, Klaus was skipping with joy when guards were placed on him. Yeah. Uh, would you say this has more to do with Klaus's fear of being in danger and being delighted that there are people he believes will help him out of danger? Or do you think this is more rooted in Klaus's joy of being viewed as a threat and a delight in being recognized as powerful? Um, the latter. And also, who is escorted by guards if not a king? Yep. Oh, Lord. Okay. I mean, my, my favorite Klaus moment out of all of the recordings so far is episode 14. When I walk into the temple and we go into Sudak's <laughs> workshop and there's 10 people in a room. I cannot do anything because I'm a freaking bard. And everyone's attention is on me. I am the threat in the room. My, um, everything in me was tingling. Like oh I was my. so excited. At that episode. Okay. So when you said that they were, that they placed two guards specifically for Klaus, Klaus was overjoyed. Overjoyed. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Prof, Mac, and Christian, what were Audra and Klaus's reactions to Brand being blind? This is from episode 22. The level, okay, so here's the deal. When we were reviewing, um, uh, is it episode 16 mm-hmm. or 17? You had a small comment when we walk into the underlight and yeah, you yeah, yeah. you ask mm-hmm. Reese the lighting situation, yep, and then yeah. you say, It's your turn, little buddy. Like, completely went over our heads. Mm-hmm. Completely. But in retrospect, when I was listening back to the episodes, <laughs> I was like, This sneaky guy. Yeah, like, little buddy was referring to yeah, the I'm, Oh, I was sh- so, oh, he was dropping hints from the beginning. Oh, he was dropping hints from the very beginning. Now that we know, mm-hmm. I was Ugh. so mad. Guys, go back and listen through episode 12 to like mm-hmm. 20, and you'll you'll hear it. I did drop quite a few. I, quite a few hints. Quite a few. So yeah, fun. now that I know, like going back and re-listening, um, uh, just like so mad. This is this is where like Audra maybe has a little bit too much Rachel because I haven't quite <laughs> figured out where she stands on like telling the truth but mm-hmm. like i super value honesty and so i think that has just like bled into audra and mm-hmm. so it's just like listen i don't care i don't judge you just should have told me <laughs> like it's the lack of not telling that yeah, just yeah. made her so mad and now we're in now we're in a situation that possibly could have been avoided because it's mm-hmm. like we had known we could have helped protect you and pip right but you didn't tell same thing with like when klaus like just didn't give us all the information it's like mm-hmm. 
there may have been consequences, but they probably would have been far <laughs> less worse if we had <laughs> known yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. Not for you, but me the back. <laughs> yeah, not for you, baby. But like that's where like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where, where my brain, brain goes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I was pissed at myself because yeah. the moment that came out. I went back into everything that happened, <laughs> and I was like, "Of course!" I generally, yeah. I'm not. You were like I'm, the guy standing at the board with like all the red, yeah, the red yeah. I, yes. I, I'm not the most, I'm not the smartest person in the world. Mm. I'm not the, I'm, yeah, I'm not much. I generally think that I'm pretty deductive. I'm not, <laughs> not incredibly, but I, mm. I. Every blind squirrel sometimes finds an acorn, right? Um, it's rare for you. I I was so pissed at myself that I didn't <laughs> figure that one out. Yeah. Um, when when it comes to Klaus's reaction to it, you just you just you just made it worse. Yep. You just made it worse. Because <laughs> not only, I mean, at that point, I was really considering just leaving you behind. <laughs> Because like you were gonna be useless, mm-hmm. but I saw I saw a certain development there that I could use. So mm. it was it was an interesting thing. Yep. So yeah, for Christian, amazing. For Klaus, yeah, the just... reveal was brilliant. I sat on oh, that uh-huh. since the November of the year before. Oh yeah, yeah. when 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 I started bringing up like, hey, Sam is going to be leaving. We need a cast member. I have a guy. You guys got anybody? And you were like, nah. I was like, cool. Prop Mackey's in your class. Uh, and, you know, I we started talking a little bit. And he was like, I want him to be blind. I'm like, okay. I want mechanics that actually make you, like, right. make... Because, like, so It was originally a monk. That was what Brand right. started as. was, like, a blind oh. monk kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, And, like, so many and people will say, like, I want to play a blind character and then have no mechanics for how to play a blind character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, if you want to play a blind character, you are going to be under the blinded condition and you need to find ways out of it. Yeah. And so it was that Eldritch Invocation <coughs> of Devil Sight, mm-hmm. um, where he could see 120 feet in both magical and non-magical darkness. See, yep. And All the I hints. was and I was like, normally this isn't how dark vision would work, because if you blind a character with just like regular non-magical blind sight, mm-hmm. then they're blind. Yeah. However, because this comes from a magical source, I'm like, okay, we're just inverting the way light works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very curious. To find out in the future where that comes, like how he got became blind, because I don't think it's from birth. No, it, it's actually not that big of a like. It, it's essentially the first time he ever wild magic surge that happened. Like oh. that was his first wild magic surge at like age oh, six. Interesting. And okay. it flipped, and then from that day on, he hated it. Like, yeah. That but how did he do blacksmithing while blind? He made pips. But he didn't. Did, oh, you already had the find familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's so, and part of part of that first wild magic think, surge created Pips as yeah. well. Like it was a whole like yeah. massive thing. Well, because ritual caster is your very inhuman right. feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's his feet as ritual caster, which gives him find familiar. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it essentially like so, he like, was able to see through Pips, yeah. and from like age seven or eight, I think, just grew up having that as his eyesight. Yeah, Nobody yeah. ever like his parents didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> was this a getting caught up in battle moment that you forgot about? Like, I think oh, part of Rachel was like, how, if you are blind, have you not been taking better care mm-hmm. of Pips? And it just like, 
So yeah, I just like no. was it just like hey, a well, the, no. The thing is, is that Pips, if if I'm in an AOE, yep, he if gets he's hit in an area too. Of effect. And uh, yeah. he, and why, a weasel yeah. only had one hit point, so he automatically dies. Yep. But I'm like, I would be protecting that weasel with my life. Like yeah, the time he forgot fun. to bring food for Teddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. Wow, Rachel. Low blow. Wow. Low blow. Wow. Let's, keep it, let's keep it above waist level. <laughs> Dang. That was... I love you. Ouch. That um, hurt me, and I'm not even proud <laughs> I sent her this video of this dog, and it's like a little dude, a little gold noodle, and it's like... Mother, why do you starve me? I, I'll pull it up. It's so cute. Okay, we gotta so like, keep it running. Yeah, but one of the things we talked about when Ken's character was originally first created is we. Okay, but yeah. So one of the things that when we discussed the character, I was like, okay. You're gonna have to take care of that because th those are your eyes. Yeah. And he, I, I told him I was like, if it's targeting you as a character, it's not gonna hit Pips. But if it's an AOE, you There's gotta not, watch And out. there was nothing I could do against it. And yeah, so those things fair. were AOEs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knocked it right. But out. that is the beauty of the bird. Now mm -hmm. it was still Pips, but it's has a little bit more hit points, so might not automatically die if he saves. And um. And he can fly, he can fly so can fly, can fly. which is such a good thing. Yeah, so that that's some of the reason why I switched to that because Pips was great and all, but it's like Bran growing up. He was a little weasel, but now he's graduated to a little flappy bird. <laughs> no, Bran growing up was him aging eight years in the tunnels. Oh, okay. that too. Honestly, though, it's been like yeah, it's been a month and a half, and, and he's you, aged eight years. Yep. I blame Klaus. Anyway. My turn! I'm gonna go to episode 22 for my question A, because it's a two-part question, and I think it's good. And it is for Bran, so I have a for once. Ooh! Um, in a time you had very few hit points, <laughs> <laughs> how do you think that relates when Kent feels weak and defeated by what the world throws at him? Ooh. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I think playing Bran in that moment, I realized, I realized after recording Bran, if Reese had re had rolled the ability back on, like if he had rolled a six, Bran would have died, because he had ten hit points or something like that. It wasn't. Yeah. I didn't have many. And if all there five was, of them, all went. five of them went, I couldn't have saved against all the damage. There was just no way. And, and I was rolling for them in groups. I, mean, I would have rolling for them. Individually. Essentially, it would have killed me immediately. I would have died right there. And, Ain't no clerics here, so no. um, so it was it was definitely I didn't even realize it in the moment, but it was definitely a thing of like, oh dang, I could have died there. Um, Got a few of those. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was I don't know. It definitely I think because I didn't it didn't have the full impact it would have if I realized how close I was to death. I didn't like realize that fact until afterwards, so I wasn't mm. even thinking like mm. how close to out of control the situation got. Until afterwards, so I don't know. It didn't quite have the full effect in gameplay huh. um, that I probably would have put into Brand's character. Like, holy crap, I almost died. Mm -hmm. He didn't realize it because I forgot. Do you think that's it. fitting of Brand's character though? Maybe is like I don't know. I like, um, there are some things that I don't know about Brand. Do I don't. You? I don't know. He he wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been like have a meltdown. I almost died kind of thing. No, but more of a like. Oh, I was not paying attention to that. Like almost like. Per, speaking from personal experience, 
having recently been injured pretty dang horribly, forgetting that you're injured, not even realizing it, working through it, and then re like realizing, oh. Yeah. Last yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Bram would have done something like that if I had realized in gameplay that he was almost dead, but yeah. didn't. So it, it kind of didn't come out. But do you think, my question is, do you think Bran would have realized that he was dying? Uh, he... Like, do you think he, like, I, there are some people, and, like, Bran strikes me as the kind of person who's like, I work until I die, and then I'll realize afterward that I die. No, that is fair. <laughs> that is a bit more Bran's character, especially in the hunting of Kuza, now that he's met him and has begun his hatred of him. I think mm. probably, yeah, no, that's fair. He probably would have been at that point. Yeah. So... Sorry, this is a two-part oh, question. Oh, no, no, you're good. Do you feel like you can lean on God, or do you push through with with the team? Like, whoa. With team Kent only being the one person? Hmm. <laughs> well, no, I would never do that. Of course, yeah, no, I... <laughs> that's one of my big struggles, is not relying on my own strength, because I like to. <laughs> It's it's nice. It's 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 so much easier. You're powerful till you're not. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Do you think when you built Bran that like bled into the character? Oh, a hundred percent. Because that that's his blindness. Like, yeah, he can't rely on his own sight. Mm -hmm. Um, his hammer is stupid. Who knows if that's gonna work? His weasel's dead. His weasel's dead. Wild magic makes his life chaotic. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> he's a character who desires so much control but can't have any of it. Yes. Is the wild magic relatable like ADHD in a sense for a kid that doesn't know how to control it yet? No, because um, it, it's actually the exact opposite. Bran, after that first surge that made him blind, didn't surge again until he created Tor when he was like 20. Like he so, did not use so like any 12 magic. 12 years. Mm. Well, not any magic. He did get the training from the guy. But that you didn't need to use magic. Right, yeah, yeah. You were being educated in the arcane. Yeah, magical education, but he did not use magic. You didn't actually need to and use magic. So like he went from he just like at that point began rigidly controlling his yeah. life. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like your counter, because you stopped mm -hmm. for twelve years, your counter was at twenty. Right. Until you created Tor on accident. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So And that's why that's why Tor was actually created, because like you can't actually get to twenty. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not possible statistically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's right. dang near impossible. Unless you aren't casting spells. Right, unless you unless you aren't casting spells. And so that's that's part of the reason that we actually built the mechanic for that, is I wanted there to be something that builds up and compounds until it's released, at which point, like, the higher the number, the greater the effect. Especially mm -hmm. if it starts mm -hmm. to exceed 15, additional things start to get stacked on there. Mm -hmm. And so when he was at full 20, it was like, you are creating a sentient being at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The full manifestation of wild magic in a being. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So, yeah. All right. Prof Mac, your turn. Okie dokie. Please don't let mine be the last question because it's not great. It's from episode 21, so I'm just going to say that. Um, LOL, Kent, the best laid plans. Listening to you on how many spell slots you were going to have against the fight against Kuza made me laugh so hard because we, we were so confident in thinking we that Reese was so actually going to let us just like get to Kuza. That's yeah. hilarious. Honestly, oh, no. though, that was hilarious That conversation. Because you guys were like, I'm going to have six spell slots going, I've got this, I've got this, and I'm like, there is a whole dungeon. 
literally didn't was, even cross our mind. Like, I'm like, like there was like, we were like, like, we're immediately going to get in there. We're just going to start yeah. bashing it with Kuzo. We're going to have a fight. I it's going to be awesome. I'm going to drop all the spells. I expected yeah. a little bit of a fight, like with some of the Velociraptors. Mm -hmm. I did not expect five floors of madness. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Out. If we had fought <laughs> Kuza at full strength, he would have died. Oh, yeah. I mean... By the time we got up to the tower, I mean, you guys did take a rest, a short rest. Short rest. Going yeah, short out. rest. Yeah. But if we, if I had fought him with all eight of my spell slots, which should have actually been nine, and like we'd all, have I had no health. magic left. Yeah, I think I, I had mean, one spell left. We had him dead. We would have had you, him. Well, you had him unconscious, the... and then he came back because of the one and mm -hmm. dimension doored away. Yeah. Even if you guys had more power, that outcome would, still would have been come mm -hmm. to. Mm, However, yeah. if initiative order was different, that yeah. actually, like, that yeah. was really the deciding factor. Yeah, like, true. when it came around to your turn, I was like, he could kill him now. He'll come back and then dimension door. Mm. Like, I was just looking at it, I was like, I don't That's think fair. there's a way that you guys could actually eliminate, but you could get <coughs> super close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the time we got to Kuza, I had only expended like two or three spell slots mm. and I was at full hit points. Okay. Mm. I found that a lot of bards do that. Like, what? There's a bard in my party that I'm a PC in. And we rag on him all the time because he never uses his spells. Like, they're so social, and it just gets them through everything that, like, others would rely on utility spells for. Mm -hmm. I don't need my spells that much, especially in combat most of the time. Well, and your spell slot wasn't crazy, or your spell list wasn't crazy great at the time either. No, I mean, it still really isn't. Um, yeah. I got a couple cool spells now. But I don't know. I just I tend to not get hit ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, as a listener, I saw it coming, A, because that's what Reese does, and I'm like, something's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I knew we weren't killing Kuza that session. Oh, yeah, definitely not. I, I, I wanted to. I really hoped I fully we would, believed it. I was, I, was for for I was ready for a new. I was ready for a new. I mean, considering, considering that we had still had like six episodes, three mm -hmm. recording sessions to go, I don't know. Well, I mean, oh, you mean this... like for episode 22? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think we were going to necessarily kill him then, but I thought we were going to. I knew some bad was going to happen to y'all, and I was like, this is going to suck. Yeah. But, oh, well. Does anybody have a last question they want to ask? I don't. Do we have time for a last question? I, you know what? No, I think I'll just quote Christian. I Sometimes I just write down quotes because I think they're really, really fun. <laughs> um, oh, no. Like, even, I didn't say this on the last, or uh, when we were in 20, but I had a quote from, uh, from uh, Vitoka. Uh, when Bran, like, something was said about, or not, something was said about Klaus, and he was like, ah, oh, yes. And then Vitoka was like, why do you do this? That was not a compliment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yes. But I do want to end on this very lovely Christian quote. <laughs> I'm going to cast Cure Wounds and then slap you in the face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. That favorite i i do want to know did you mean to say that you cast cure wounds and then slap him or like no, the, the cure, cure wounds, wounds was the slap. slap okay yeah oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, better all righty with that lovely quote christian and reese thank you for joining us for this episode of moody and d gone rogue you can listen to the rest of the moody and d network on spotify and apple Podcasts. don't forget to follow moody and d on instagram with the at symbol moody underscore n underscore d you did it right shut Woo! up And with that, I'm your host, Rachel Sanders. See you next time. Have a beautiful day. Yay.